0: Welcome, one and all, to Umami Manga. I am Petter, and this is James. Hello! And today we're talking about Volume 7 of Jujutsu Kaisen. Last time, James told me at the end of our Volume 6 discussion that there was no way that I would know what's, what's coming in the next volume. And he was absolutely right. <laughs> what, what did we have? We had a baseball game? First of all, that, first of all, that's forget- okay. All right.
1: Wow. <laughs> Follow- Who can predict that?
0: <laughs> Followed by a sudden murder mystery and then a pretty dang crazy battle. Yeah. Which I, yeah, yeah. I'm excited to talk about all of that in this discussion today.
1: Yeah. It, when I watched it during the anime, uh, when it was airing, I, I was like, well, I, I was kind of taking it back with the baseball, but I had fun with it. it. It, it was... <laughs> They really did a good job, and I, I mm. and re-reading it, I thought that was a you know a fun uh, break from everything that was going down. Absolutely. But yeah, but then it goes right back to kind of what they were doing before this whole sister school thing.
0: Yes, but as for the character discussions today, I, I've actually chosen to first to start talking about someone. Rather unpredictable, maybe as as far, as far as a character to start talking about. I want to talk about Hanami a little bit first.
1: Oh, oh, interesting, interesting.
0: Well, par- partially because I was kind of neglecting Hanami last time. <laughs> uh. Uh, well, it's, it's not the entire reason, but um, Hanami was definitely like interestingly enough. Like Han- the, the previous volume was very much about Hanami, right? Like or like, or mm-hmm. the, the fight with Hanami. Right. This time, Hanami didn't have that. Like, it didn't appear that much. However, I still f- sort of feel like we learned more about Hanami in this volume than we did in the previous book in some way. Oh, you think so? Um, at least I took a lot more notes on on him or her uh, this this time around. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> let's d- dive into this. Uh, we, we found out that Hanami did survive Gojo's Purple Blast thing, mm. which we definitely speculated about last time. But it's interesting, I think, the fact that like, we have thought about Gojo as this superman, kind of yet here we see him ultimately fail to exercise this curse mm. and it got me thinking about the uh, Jujutsu Kaisen Zero at the end of which he believes he killed Go- uh, Geto but turns out he Fail at that too, so this is the second time that Gojo has failed to kill some someone or something
1: well, I mean there's also Jogo right
0: uh true uh, that's true he's still around right exactly so yeah, uh I guess briefly on 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 gojo here yeah uh, is just interesting that I think by now i've kind of started realizing that he isn't necessarily quite as OP, I guess, as I thought before. He's definitely still incredibly powerful and everything, but Mm
2: -hmm.
0: the opposition is very, very powerful as well. And it was also, it seems to be, it seemed that it was implied that Hanami was restricting themselves like during the fight with the Jujutsu students, like they were holding back, trying not to kill. And so that probably means that Hanami is a lot more powerful than we saw in the fight in the previous volume. Oh. Which is also kind of a scary thought. Because they were definitely a big threat even then, but they were holding back, supposedly. Oh, okay. Since they weren't allowed to kill, right?
1: I, I wasn't sure how to take that, to be honest.
0: At least that's how I interpreted it, but I don't that, know.
1: That, I think that makes sense. Uh, for some reason, I, I thought that she or. Yeah, Hanami. Mm. I I only say she because it, because it has a woman voicing Hanami in the anime. I don't right. think that's necessarily the case. But anyway, Hanami had to retreat instead of keep fighting and maybe I and for some reason I thought that was what she was suppressing, mm. the need to just try to kill them all, but she was able to control that and run away instead. Oh. But, I, but I, I could see your point where it's her just holding back against, the, you know, Toto and Yuji.
0: Right. And that would also, like, it, it all, I think, at least reading it the way I do, it really just shows that Hanami is a lot more powerful than we really understood based on the previous book. Uh, not only are they supposedly a, a far more capable fighter, if they are let loose and kind of allowed to allowed to kill people and like fight at their full potential, but also as as we saw, they they survived Gojo's blast or Gojo's attack, which I believe the other, most characters on on the Jujutsu schools think killed Hanami, but lo and behold, it did not. So yeah, Hanami is really strong. <laughs>
1: I'm surprised you're taking so much on, on, on hanami here. I'm just so like literally hanami's in like two
0: pages. I know, but that's that, that, about that, that that's it. I'm equally surprised <laughs> uh by this and but th- th- there is one more thing even um some, some some something I noticed in how uh it seemed to be implied that hanami used to be a non-cursed spirit or something along mm. those lines like Mm-hmm. Like it used to be a regular forest spirit, just a forest spirit, like a good spirit, uh, supposedly. But then it somehow got cursed. Yeah. Um, at least that's something that I seemed to uh, get from from some of the lines here. Right, right. But that's also interesting.
1: I think I I got the same sort of yeah same sort of vibe there.
0: Yeah. Which is interesting, because I had never really thought of there being non-cursed spirits in, in the world of Jujutsu Kaisen. But apparently there may be... Or Fushiguro's uh, like, beasts that he controls, are they non-cursed spirits? Uh, I believe they're... Aren't they curses? Or maybe they actually are curses, yeah. I, actually, I think you were right. They probably are. So so yeah, I don't think we've ever seen like a non-cursed spirit in the story at all. But it seems to be implied that they exist, maybe, mm. possibly. Though I don't know; it's it's still kind of vague, so it's hard to know. <laughs>
1: Although maybe I'm wrong about Fushiguro's power. I don't know. Mm, I mean, no, I, I thought they were curses. I,
0: I, I, I mean, I, th- I believe ultimately, I, I believe this. So too, actually, but, but yeah, I, I don't know for sure. <laughs> mm. Uh, but yeah, it would be it would be fun to learn more about how those sorts of things work, like spirits in general, kind of. What what are the what are spirits like? We we know how curses work pretty pretty well. I I I think, mm-hmm. but spirits still seem to be a bit of an enigma overall. Yeah, but yes, <laughs> I believe that was all I had on Hanami. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's move on to the humans. Uh, starting with uh, Megumi Fushiguro. The first thing I had on him here was that the villains seemed to compare I believe him because he was he appeared on the panel when they were talking uh, they seemed to compare him to a landmine, which I didn't i think fully understand exactly why they meant that my best interpretation was that since they were talking about sukuna at the time uh my mm-hmm. best my best interpretation of why they refer to him as a landmine is that maybe if they would Kill Megumi, then Sukuna might go crazy because he wanted Megumi for something mm-hmm. like they didn't so they they didn't want to risk killing Megumi because yeah, Sukuna might go against them or something for some reason if that if that happened because definitely uh, we, we've known for for a while that Sukuna has an interest in Megumi, but right but yeah, for this whole landmine expression it I don't think I f- fully understand why they refer to him that way
1: i think well there's two ways you could take it but the first way i took it and i, I think this is maybe the perhaps the way that it is meant to be interpreted is that the landmine meaning that if something were happen to megumi's skuna would freak out right and mm-hmm. that would put it into their plans basically so that's that's the landmine yeah and i, I think that makes sense yeah i think so but the other way I could see it being interpreted uh, is within the context of this volume and we could talk about it well we all wait we are talking about Fushiguro right now so let's go <laughs> um, <laughs> um, uh, You could say I, I deviate so much of the conversation that I I have to stop myself sometimes. So.
0: Not this time. You accidentally came back on track. Yeah I know <laughs> <I heard> something. <laughs>
1: Uh why am I podcasting again? I don't know. <laughs> anyway, Fushiguro uh in this volume tries to tap into or begins to tap into a power it seems, and then he stops himself. He's like, "No, I don't need it." Now, this power to me seems like the latent power that he has that is what's interesting to Sukuna. Right. And maybe that is the landmine that they're that they could be referring to because Megumi himself is the a landmine of this latent power
0: uh, that yeah, that's interesting too,
1: but I don't think that's what they were implying. I think they were it was the first thing I said,
0: yeah, I think the first thing makes more more sense too, though I like this possibility as well
1: because i I do think in a way, Megumi is a Kind of ticking bomb, or a well, even a secret weapon, it, because we just don't understand what that power is. Especially if Sukuna is interested in it, it's got to be something that's very strong. So, mm. who knows the potential for him? As Gojo says, uh, he has more potential than even uh, Itadori. So, mm-hmm. uh, he, he his ceiling is very
0: high. Yes, still a lot of mystery there, but yes. I'm. Mm-hmm. It has me intrigued for sure, but we also got to learn a bit of his about his backstory in this uh, volume. For first of all, <laughs> back in, in at his own uh, his old school, he he was a notorious <laughs> uh, troublemaker. <laughs> though though really he was just beating up mean kids. Like <laughs> uh, I mean, not not that one should necessarily beat them up, but hey, I mean he he served justice in a in a way, right? Like mm-hmm. um and he got this reputation of being a troublemaker because of that. Which is fair I suppose.
1: Well you know, and along with the fact that we got to see his middle school, we also got to see a bit of his elder sister, or his elder half sister, I guess?
0: Stepsister maybe. Step siblings, yeah. that's
1: the term. They were <laughs> they were step siblings. Um, indeed. Tsumiki is her name, Yes, uh, which we had been teased in previous volumes about who this mysterious girl was in his mind. Um, Turns out it's Tsumiki.
0: Right. So it's nice to get a little bit on that. I still feel like I want more, though. Mm -hmm. Uh, But this was definitely a good start. And how we learned that Tsumiki, for quite some time has been in a coma in a way due to having been cursed um, mm. a few years back, I believe it was.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. This girl is double cursed at the very least. I mean, who knows? Maybe she may be like quadruple cursed. I mean.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Cause that the curse that made her start sleeping, that it's is supposedly still active. Like that, that has been, mm-hmm. that has not changed for all these years. Right, but then yeah, then there was the curse that was dealt with in this volume, which could have killed her pretty soon, supposedly. Mm-hmm. But Megumi did kill that curse, and or exorcised that curse, which should have at least saved her from that curse. But yeah, there is still the the original curse that's making her sleep. That's still active. Yeah. Man, poor girl.
1: Yeah. Y- like you said, I I want to learn more about her. Um, Is there a reason, or what, what the reason for this curse could be? Mm. And I'm hoping it's something that's uh exciting.
2: Yeah. <laughs> but
1: I, I, I'm i sure it'll have its payoff. Yeah. I guess just about Tsumiki, something she says to Fushiguro is it's not a bad thing to not forgive people. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's his way of showing kindness by not forgiving people. I remember when I first heard an anime. Uh-huh. I was just like, it's so stupid.
0: <laughs> it not- is, well, but th- that, that 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 did appear in one of the earlier volumes, and we did discuss it, it a little did. bit then. Yeah. Uh, but right. yes, I agree. It it is a strange way of looking at it. We did have some different theories as to what it meant back when we talked about it uh-huh. in one of the earlier volumes, but uh, it's still hard to know exactly. I and mean, I, I also I don't feel like we know we don't know the exact situation when she said that to him because that was only revealed to us in some panels without any images true as if something that he remembered her having said at some point but we don't know the situation so maybe if we knew the situation it would make more sense but Mm. i don't know currently i agree with you though it's kind of strange strange thing (laughs) to say (laughs) um
1: the one thing that i can kind of or that makes me feel a little bit better about it not not like that I'm totally over it, but
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, just can come to terms with it a little bit, is that Megaby says his sister tried to twist things positively as much as she could mm. for his sake. So you could chalk it up to someone who's just being way too uh, optimistic. That's true. <laughs> at, at looking at someone's faults, I guess.
0: Right. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That that's actually a pretty good point, yeah.
1: <laughs> but I I didn't even think about that until my second read through, mm. you know. But yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, it it doesn't really does really matter. But it, I I have always thought it's an odd saying.
0: Yeah, yeah. But I, I mean, it's thought provoking though. So I, I mean, it's a fun, it's an interesting uh, thing yeah. to to ponder, I guess, and maybe discuss. That's true. <laughs> that's true. But yes, yes. Uh,
1: I guess going back to Fushiguro, if you don't mine. Yes. So we learn for sure that he's part of the Zenin family. That's not something you knew before, was it? Or did we? Or we did know that.
0: I we knew that there was a connection somehow, but we—it uh. was hard. I—I I didn't know how exactly the connection, and I—I I don't know if we still quite know what the connection.
1: Yeah, I don't. I—I I don't think this volume necessarily said exactly what his connection to the Zenin family is. Other than the fact that his father certainly seemed to be a member of that family. Did, did, um, wasn't his last name Zenin? Yeah. His father's from the Zenin clan. That's Oh, Oh, and that, and that the father, this is all coming from Gojo. And he says that, uh, Megumi was his father's trump card. Now maybe I misinterpreted as him coming from the Zenin clan. Uh maybe that's actually his the mother's side and that's why the father calls it his trump card. I I don't know.
0: I don't know. Oh. Uh. Oh yeah, I don't know why I I somehow missed I or I I I I think when I read that line from Gojo when he says that his dad was actually from the reputable Zenin sorcerer family, I must have somehow in my head read read it as Fushiguro for whatever reason. Uh, so that totally flew over my head. Ah, yes. This th- that's a pretty big reveal in a way. Um,
1: okay, I thought we were taking this a little too casually here. Like, come yeah. on.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Okay, cool.
1: Now, uh, uh <clears throat> totally. There's still mysteries. You know, what is what is Gojo mean by trump card? And yeah, you know, right? What is his relationship? with his actual father and everything what's what's going on there so it's not like everything has been you know revealed but fushiguro continues to be one of the most mysterious characters as we go by each volume like there's Mm. a layer that gets peeled back but then uh, you know more layers are revealed kind of a
0: thing yes definitely
1: and I can't decide if I want to call him Megumi or Fushiguro so forgive me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, I mean both are his names so. Yeah. That is all good. <laughs>
1: it's it's the same with, thing same thing with Yuji and Itadori because okay. yeah, yeah. Because if you're watching the anime, they <laughs> like most of the time you hear people saying Itadori uh, uh versus Yuji.
0: Yeah. So, I think I I usually try to call them uh, like people like when we're talking about characters in our uh podcasts i usually like to call people by their first names like their given names but yeah there are some exceptions toto i never call him aoi for some reason
1: Mm. i yeah because no one ever calls him aoi yeah
0: right (laughs) (laughs) i guess that's it (laughs) but anyway (laughs) um yeah fushiguro i guess my, my last little very brief little thing on him is just uh after he after he did Exercise the the curse uh, in like the battle at the end. Here we got a brief little little part with Sukuna seeming very pleased about that, mm. which was mm-hmm. not surprising, but but still an interesting little nod to that whole side of of the story, I guess.
1: Indeed, um, I'm actually gonna touch on that battle a little bit more. Yeah, and you know. Like I said earlier, he controls the he seems to control something, like keep himself from using some sort of power because he basically says psych at one point and then he does the domain expansion. Yeah. Which is really cool. Like that that was his first time doing the domain expansion, right? I
0: believe so, yeah.
1: Yeah, so I mean it was incomplete, but kudos to him and he's he's gotten stronger, uh, and that goes to my next point in that he asked Gojo to train him because he he knew that he was kind of lagging behind when it came to uh, Yuji's training as well. Mm. Um, So, and that's where we got those, you know oh, your your potential is much greater than you may realize. Yeah. And And I think it helped him change a bit of his mindset. Not to say his mindset was wrong, relying on teammates, but I guess when right. your teacher is Gojo and he's, like, the strongest man alive, you can't really rely <laughs> on anybody. <laughs> and so that's something he's trying to teach. For better or for worse, that's something he's trying to teach Megumi. Yeah. So it's, it's, uh, it's interesting. And I'm very intrigued to see where his story goes from here.
0: Definitely. And it, it was cool to see how he really got, like, a one-on-one fight with, with this curse at the end. Yeah, it, it definitely like he definitely was in in the spotlight there.
1: Took it down himself. Like, that's that's impressive. It, it yeah. Hit, you know, one of Sukuna's fingers. Like Dang.
0: Exa- yeah, exactly. Not only did it have one of Sukuna's fingers in it, it was also supposedly a lot stronger than the previous curse that they thought that looks True. like this one.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: and this time, yeah, he dealt with it all basically all by himself. Like, no, I was there briefly at the very start. <laughs> but but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very well done. Next up, let's talk a little bit about Nobara Kugisaki. actually. Um, she made me laugh a lot in this volume. Uh, like, <laughs> she
1: was on something. <laughs> Once they got to Fushiguro's school, or that, that, that started of that, that arc, she's just like, I'm in a zone, comedic genius. Honestly, like, so funny.
0: funny. Like, so many one-liners that got me laughing, as well as a bunch of face <laughs> expressions that were just perfect. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, really, she and Yuji in, 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 like, as a combination were a whole lot of fun yeah, to, yeah. to watch. But I feel like it was her, ultimately, that made it the, the funniest, in, in my opinion. I agree. <laughs> I agree. But, uh, but yeah, like, I guess her, her, her comedic side uh, aside, uh, she, I think her big moment in this uh, volume was when she used the resonance ability to initiate this game of chicken with the uh, death painting wounds uh, mm-hmm. in the mm-hmm. battle at the end, I thought that was so cool, like such a cool, it was pretty and cool, really ballsy thing to do. Yeah, uh, and it really, yeah, I, I really, really loved that. Uh, really, overall, in that battle, I think she and Yuji were really both amazing, and like in in the fight and how they really complemented each other really well uh, mm-hmm. during the battle, and it was just a treat to see kind of their their teamwork on display like that was awesome
1: yeah a couple of things about that i think this is her chance to really shine mm. in battle we got a bit of it in her mock battle with uh what's her name the broomstick girl i momo remember. right momo uh mm. we got that a, a bit and i i remember i think praising the way she handled that fight yes but this is on another level, I feel like it you know it just really shows a, a just this awesome side to her,
0: really yeah
1: and, and i I really like that, and then the other thing I want to mention about that is that you mentioned the teamwork, mm-hmm. even outside of battle, it does seem that her and Yuji have this great friendship going on <laughs> yeah they share the same brain cell
0: (laughs) or the same the same singular brain cell they share
1: singular (laughs) singular brain cell it it feels like you know it is kind of funny to see fushiguro in the middle between them oh yes as as they just like go off (laughs) you know. Yeah. yeah
0: i love i love there was like a spread of two at least in like the physical book there was like a spread of two pages um where both pages basically had the exact same panels. Like it was just a copy paste, the exact same images. Um, mm. It was the one where they're like, yeah, 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 looking yeah, at the yeah, guys yeah, and then looking back about. at Fujiguro mm-hmm. and then they like <laughs> try to make him face each, face them, like rotating his head toward them and whatnot. whatnot. It's basically the same two pages just copy pasted with with different dialogue in the speech bubbles, uh, <laughs> and it's it, and it's so funny. But obviously, by themselves, they're they're so funny. But when you actually realize that they are literally the same panels, like the same pages, uh, it's uh, mm. it, it adds to that comedy. I think.
1: Yes, I I agree. It was it was really great comedic writing in terms of manga. You know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> absolutely comedic art, drawing uh, I don't know
0: yeah, yeah. I paneling mean... <laughs> yes yeah it's, it's fantastic <laughs> yes to all of that
1: uh, so you may be wondering oh well does does James ship it I don't know <laughs> if you were wondering that or not but I'm gonna I'm gonna go into it anyway yes I do not actually all right, all right. Uh, I you may you may think I would but uh, <laughs> I don't know I for some reason I see them as strictly platonic and it may just because the way Nubata herself acts cuz her standards are so high <laughs> I I don't know <laughs> yeah I don't know I don't know if I if I necessarily ship it I don't know who I I, I really don't ship too many people in this besides Utah and Maki those are the only two I right <laughs> strongly ship
0: and Utah hasn't even appeared in the main series yet I know he was only in on zero so far
1: I'm super. I'm super excited to see when he comes back to the story. I don't know how big of a role he'll play anymore, but
0: right. But still, it would be so cool since he is a protagonist. Yeah. Or at least he was. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited for that as well. But yeah. So so you don't ship um Yuji or Nobara with anyone at the moment.
1: I don't. You know. Hmm. I don't, and I don't, I don't ship Fushiguro with anybody.
2: Right, right. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, yeah. it's kind of
1: funny because usually when you have a trio like this, so, so, it feels like you're gonna ship somebody, <laughs> but I don't. Not really. That's fair. Of course, looking at Naruto, I didn't really ship the those three together. I, I, I didn't like Sakura. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, she's not well for a while. I, I don't. Yeah. I, I don't know. I haven't seen Shippuden, but. I I don't know. <laughs> I I think
1: I, I think he kind of makes it better in stupid In.
0: Okay, that's at least good. Kind I guess. of,
1: but <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. So go figure. The shipping. I don't want to say king because it sounds like I, I'm trying to say well, I'm this great, king. more like shipping maniac. The shipping maniac. There you go. Doesn't ship anybody. Uh, that's a first. That's breaking news.
0: That is breaking news. Yeah, that's very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Well, now that could change. It's I mean, in, it's fresh
1: in future arcs. It's fresh. Yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it.
0: <laughs> Sweet. Um. Very well. <laughs> Anything else on Nobara? No. Then let us move on to Yuji Itadori. He is rejecting Toto now, and that makes me sad.
2: <laughs> last, time, last time, last <laughs> time,
0: he referred to Toto as his best friend once, and I was like, yes, it's mutual. <laughs> <laughs> but it doesn't seem to be mutual any longer
1: yeah that that's what i say like he, he, i i knew it when you were talking about it and i could i could like really say no no he's not himself
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, man but I, I will say though during the baseball game when maki th- i think it was maki right that hit uh, Aoi in the face with a ball um, at least someone who who pitched the ball did. Uh, and then everyone everyone was like, nice job, good job. Everyone was like, really not nice to Toto there. Uh, except for Yuji, who actually ran up to him and like held him in his arms as he was laying on the ground. Um, and that, that, that's when Yuji kind of realized that everyone else seems to kind of hate Toto. Mm-hmm. But Yuji's natural response was to run up to him and, and, and check on him. So at least I see some some hope there
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah i (laughs) i don't know Uh, i i think this this revelation is just hilarious to me um i don't know what i thought when i first you know saw them battling hanami Mm. uh, and the way yuji was acting um but when we got to this point i (laughs) Uh, yeah i was I was maybe not relieved, but i, I thought, yeah I thought it was a pretty funny revelation
0: yeah it, um, is, it is pretty funny.
1: And, I, and i and I really love it i I think it's hilarious he's running away from him <laughs>
0: yeah uh...
1: I don't know what it means to their relationship going forward uh I think it's probably gonna be more or less this similar instant where Toto thinks they're the best of friends mm. uh but is just like, uh this guy makes me awkward makes me feel awkward
0: yeah which is you know i can't blame him i and and i'm also kind of expecting a somewhat similar dynamic to continue for a bit but i'm also hoping at the same time i'm kind of hoping for there to be some progress maybe in there maybe for some actual an actual friendship to grow out of that and maybe for like like partially for for yuji to actually find a real friendship with toto But also for Toto to maybe somehow come to terms with the fact that, yeah, they they aren't like friends since childhood or anything like that, Uh, and like maybe they can find like a real friendship, like a one that's rooted in reality. You know, that's something I hope for eventually.
1: That's a good point. That'd be nice. Yeah, Mm. (laughs) that'd be nice. I have more to say about this, but I'm gonna save it for the Toto section, if that's okay.
0: Sounds good. Uh, what else on Yuji?
1: Not, not much actually. Uh, mm. I mean, you know, he had some good action moments towards the end, and you know, he had the home run baseball. That's great. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but the the only other thing I have is there are uh, the line he says where there are actually a lot more stupid people than me. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: And how happy he seemed when when he said <laughs> that. <laughs> that. That was really funny. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh. Uh. Yeah, they both him and Nobuta were really, really funny. Yes,
0: absolutely. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I actually don't really have anything else on UG either. Um, so let's move on to Toto then, since we were on him here recently. Okay. Uh, and what? What? Uh, yeah, you can go on with uh, what you wanted to say there.
1: Yeah. So, <laughs> just that you see. I mean, this is very this is very comedic, but you see. How he's not really liked,
0: um, yeah. by
1: anybody.
0: <laughs> that made me it's really sad. sad. Yeah, really sad.
1: But also hilarious. <laughs> yeah, because he's such a, because he's such a bombastic, <laughs> uh, egotistical is not the right word, but I, I do think he he thinks high of himself. Absolutely. Uh, mm. So I, I guess he's just a personality that rubs everybody the wrong way. Yeah. Um uh, And when he gets the Pitch in the face, mm. uh, everyone's just like nice pitch, nice yeah. pitch.
0: Yeah, wow. <laughs> it is. It is sad, but but it's interesting. Like like I agree that it's it's it is kind of funny, but it is, or at least to me, it is mostly sad. Uh, but he, <laughs> at least he does sort of have Yuji there, you know. Even though Yuji earlier said that their friendship wasn't real, he did, as I said, he did naturally run up to him and kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, be there with him in that moment but well
1: he... i mean run up to him I mean, he was right there he's the catcher so you know oh he... yeah
0: maybe he was nearby but anyway <laughs> he 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 like got down to him and like to like yeah, hold him right. in his arms and he everything. held him up yeah yeah, yeah. uh <laughs> uh but what w- what i thought was kind of interesting is that even though we understand now that yeah Toto is kind of disliked by most students at the schools, he, he was still the one who managed to get basically all of the other students to agree to continue the Goodwill event. It was his words that mm. kind of got everyone else to actually want to continue the event. Which is interesting. Like, even though they dislike him, maybe even hate him, they still took his words to heart and, based on those words, agreed to continue the event. So that's kind of interesting, I guess.
1: Yeah. That is interesting.
0: Yeah. I want to see more more of Toto. I I don't know for sure, but he might be my number one favorite character.
2: Uh!
0: <laughs> I know it, it's I know yeah, I know you don't agree.
2: You
1: know, I I don't think you're alone on that. I think there's a lot of people who really enjoy his comedy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and not just his comedy, but what he brings to the table uh Mm. i don't and i don't know how many people are like me but uh it it is funny to see this character who even within the story itself seems to be very polarizing you know Mm. like
0: yeah uh, true
1: controversial without being like a terrible person
0: (laughs) (laughs) right yeah 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 no I, i bet he is both yeah both like that in the story for the characters and in the fandom i i bet
1: yeah, but I will admit, I will admit that, you know, he's saying my best friend. I, 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 I think that's hilarious. There's other things that were hilarious. There's other things that kind of like make me like that's so weird. Yes, but uh, you know, that's that's what makes him endearing in in some ways. So right, I mean, I, I think he has
0: so many good qualities. He's funny. He's cute in a way too. Like you know. Having this whole. I don't know about that one, Chief. I think I think he's cute in how he, in like the way he views uh, Yuji and the way he wants to take care of Yuji and kind of tutor Yuji and all of that. Uh, I, I I I personally see that as something pretty cute. But then he's also pretty cool. You know, he's an awesome fighter and he utilizes his his techniques in some really creative and honestly smart ways. He's clever. He, he he's a great guy.
1: <laughs> yeah. No. I I. When you say it like that, yeah, I, I can see what you mean by cute. Like, definitely his his wanting or his yearning for that best friendo is, <laughs> is very cute.
0: Right, exactly. <laughs> but was there anything else on Aoi Todo? No. Then let's uh, talk a bit about Noritoshi Kamo. I've actually only got one thing on Noritoshi he technically, uh, mm-hmm. being the the way he reacted to uh, when Yuji explained his reason for becoming a jujutsu sorcerer uh, during the baseball game, it seemed to really resonate with Noritoshi, um, mm-hmm. which I think is worth a lot based on the fact that yeah he is one of the characters who wants to kill him, or at least who thinks he wants to kill him. And as we discussed last time, maybe he doesn't <laughs> actually want that, but more so mm-hmm. it being him wanting to fulfill his role of the heir to the Kamo family and all that. Um, but, but yeah, the, the fact that he really, like those words or that reason for Yuji's uh, yeah, wanting to become a sorcerer, the fact that it really seemed to resonate with him, I think is promising and it could lead to something good further down the line.
1: You could say it really you know, struck a chord with him or or maybe you could say it, it, it struck him out. You know what I
0: mean? Oh. Like, yes. I was
1: trying I was trying to get a get a joke <laughs> in there somehow, but
0: uh, I think, I no, think you I, made it work.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> well done.
1: Ah <laughs> uh, yay. I'm going home now. <laughs> so I totally agree with that. He seems to be able to find some middle ground with Yuji and, mm. and I don't think he has that sense of duty to kill um Yuji anymore I think right. that that's past it, it it does seem that all the conflict with Kyoto has more or less been resolved uh was it because of baseball i you know <laughs> if you you're feel free feel free to think that right yeah but yeah i uh <laughs> it does it does feel like all of that animosity is gone
0: actually yeah even even from uh the, the principal of the Kyoto School. It's like he, I know we're not on him right now, but he was so brief. So in this volume, so I figured I might might as well mention it since we're on the topic. Sure. Even he mentioned that he feels no hate toward Yuji. It's really just kind of a principle uh, that that he he should die, or yeah, he he shouldn't exist the way he is because he is a th- threat and kind of according probably to. To what's been written down and said, and like the the rules and everything he shouldn't exist kind of and that doesn't make him, him an evil guy, it just makes him kind of inflexible, i guess or un unflexible uh,
1: in
2: inflexible <laughs>
0: yeah. but <Flexible>. mm.
1: <laughs> yeah uh i I totally agree with that honestly it seems like his biggest beef is with gojo
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's yeah that's probably true it
1: it could be just because gojo is is wanting this to be to happen yeah gojo's behind it he's like oh no nope not doing it not it. oh we'll kill the man
0: (laughs) yeah i wonder i i mean i could see it
1: (laughs) i don't really think that's the case
0: but maybe not quite uh, but
1: (laughs) i I, i'm sure that does rub him the wrong way
0: yes definitely
1: honestly i think the biggest change potentially and maybe that happened in the previous volume is uh my being cool with nobara you know what i mean like uh, oh
0: yeah
1: i mean yeah there will be there'll be rivals but that that seemed like the biggest hurdle i just say <laughs>
0: that's fair yeah yeah i agree
1: <laughs> but we don't really get much of my and maki interaction after that, uh, that volume that they had their battle.
0: Exactly. Yeah, you're right. I don't think we've really seen them interact at all since, yeah. like, volume five or whatever that was. I believe it was volume mm-hmm. five. Yeah.
1: I'm curious if we. I mean, they ended on a on a, you know, a a sad but somewhat good note. Mm. But I, I would like to see them come to terms with each other a little bit, a little bit more at some point. Definitely. Also because I just love Maki so much. Of
0: course. <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> I have to mention that every time. Did you not know that?
0: Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, but, but I think, and also, like, I think Mai is all, like, because when we learned in, as I believe it was Volume 5, when we learned the, their backstory together, and, like, I really started feeling for both of them a lot more than I had mm-hmm. before, even for Mai. Yeah. And um, right. I, yeah, I want, I want more, I want to go back to that again and, like, focus and learn more <laughs> on that uh, even more.
1: And, and honestly, the entire like Zenian Clan, it, this this branch, this family, just seems to have so much uh, sway and and control with these some of these students that it feels like we should really have a deep dive into that that mm. family at some point. But uh, maybe that's only to be had in in small bits
0: and pieces. I suppose, I suppose. There are a lot of characters. That That's something I started kind of realizing, or, well, I mean, I guess I've realized it before, but I thought about it uh, on several occasions while reading through this book, that there are a lot of characters in the story that I think a lot of them have a lot of potential, and, like, there's probably a lot of, like, depth to them that we don't know of yet, or stuff that will be elaborated on during the course of the story, But there are so many that we can't focus on all of them at once. And like it, yeah, it just kind of has to be spread out a little bit. Like uh, Principal Yaga was one character that I thought was, uh, I liked that there was a brief scene with him where he, um, I think he was talking about his regrets. I didn't write this down, but he was talking about regrets or something with... Mm -hmm. um, Yoshinobu. uh, Yes. The Kyoto president. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I think we saw Ghetto uh, like flash, and like through Yaga's head, right? As something that he regretted. I, I, I assume that maybe Ghetto was a student of his. because um, he did at least attend the Jujutsu High. I believe I I think we've learned at some point, right, that he and and the Gojo were classmates.
2: Yep. Yep.
0: So maybe Yaga was a their teacher or something, or at least he had some kind of relation to to Ghetto. And maybe maybe, maybe it was something Yaga did that led Ghetto down a dark path mm. or something. I don't know. But I thought that was interesting and obviously kind of a vague little thing, but something I really hope to learn more about later.
2: Yeah. I agree.
0: So that that's just I guess one of those examples of characters that haven't gotten too much spotlight, but I feel like there is so much more interesting stuff to them.
1: Going back to Maki. Uh, uh, yes, yes. She showed. <laughs> 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 no, no, I'm more laughing at my simping than anything. Uh, she's the best character because. no, uh, uh, She shows no mercy in baseball. Uh, I, I, I mean, this is obviously for her personality. There's a moment where she. She strike. I think she. I think it was Kamo. She strikes out, and she has her tongue sticking out or whatever. At some point, it, it's more evident in the anime. Like she's running off base or off the pitcher's mound, and she kind of sticks her tongue out.
0: Oh, I see. <laughs> and I
1: will admit, I kind of like passed out there, but uh, it's fine. Uh, no worries. We went into so much the really interesting stuff. Uh, and that—that's all I was trying to say. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry for deviating from the really good stuff.
0: No, no, no. Uh, well, I actually do have one more thing on Maki. Um, oh, really? Oh, great! And, <laughs> I'm all ears. <laughs> and uh, well, it's—it's uh, it's more of a question, kind of. But we, oh. um, a few volumes back, it was revealed that Maki, like her sorcerer grade, has been held back, mm. and that she needs to do well in the Goodwill event to kind of hopefully um, be able to raise her, her grade uh, mm-hmm. and like to, f- mm-hmm. f- to actually prove that, that, that she is worthy of, of a higher grade.
2: Mm.
0: And now that the Tokyo school actually ended up winning the Goodwill event, I wonder, will she actually advance to a higher Jujutsu Sorcerer grade now? I hope so.
1: It's a good question.
0: But we haven't really seen much of her since the end of the... Uh, event or anything of her since the end of the event so right so it remains to be seen i guess but i hope i hope she gets the promotion or whatever you want to call it
1: yeah the recognition that she she deserves yes Mm -hmm. i i agree with that as well she did fight off hanami for a little bit even though hanami probably wasn't really going as as uh, strong as she did against yuji and toto but Mm. You know, she definitely has proved herself.
0: For sure. Yeah, our, the character discussions have been going a little bit back and forth and everything already, but I'm actually going even a little bit, in a way, further back to a character we already talked about. Although it's not actually a character we already talked about, but it's a character who, who shares a name with the character we already talked about. Noritoshi Kamo. Apparently, there was a different Noritoshi Kamo who lived in the Meiji era. And. He was known as being a really evil Jujutsu sorcerer. Um, Oh. And apparently, he was somehow responsible for the creation of the three death painting wombs who Uh, appeared.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, Is that. So, was that another Zenin thing?
0: I don't think that was related to the Zenin. We learned that because there had been a woman in the Meiji era who gave birth to these curses ah, and and she met this person, this evil sorcerer, by the name Noritoshi Kamo. And I guess he, he played a hand in some sense in uh, creating these uh, death painting wombs who I guess she gave birth to somehow. Uh, Well, I don't know if she gave birth to them. Um, Oh, they—they they were ah, uh, they were abortions, mm-hmm. or something. Yes, they are the womb. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It's pretty I, dark. It's—it's—it's it's, it's really, it really is. Um, either way, I think it's interesting that in history there was a man by this name, and for the and for and for the present day Noritoshi Kamo to have the same name, what if if if. I don't know, it's, it's kind of strange. If if there historically existed a Noritoshi Kamo who is known for being, like, one of the most evil Jujutsu sorcerers who ever lived, because that's along, something along those lines is how he was described, why would you give your son the name Noritoshi if you're already of the Kamo family for him to share the exact same name as this evil historical sorcerer?
1: Yeah, you make a valid point. Um...
0: I guess he was a bastard in a way. So maybe his father maybe was like, why. like, screw this douche. I'll give him this ugly name or this uh, bad name or whatever. Maybe, but I, could, I don't know. I could see that being the case. Potentially. Uh, but it is interesting. It even got me thinking, and this is probably way too wacky or like not the case at all. But <laughs> it did get me thinking about, like, hey, what if it is actually the Noritoshi... That we know here. But like in the future he traveled back in time. Like when he was older he traveled back in time. Or <laughs> something like that. But nah that's probably not the case.
1: <laughs> Noritoshi is secretly the main character. <laughs>
0: <laughs> nah.
1: But yeah. It's uh, it's very much a. Creepy. um, and, and disturbing. Tale. Which I mean obviously makes sense with these curses.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. I don't know if it will have any sort of in the future although it, there's supposed to be nine of them correct
0: yeah supposedly there were nine pregnancies and nine abortions and these are only the first three yeah you're right so there should be another six elsewhere I guess
1: scary so that'll that'll definitely come up in the future yeah
0: right precisely yeah cause yeah the, the three that we meet in this volume they are referred to as the death painting wombs number one through three so yeah Four to nine are still unknown. Mm.
1: But since we're talking about this, uh, the person on the cover—I—I I, <laughs> for the life of me it was like, I don't remember who this person is. <laughs> uh, and I was reading the volume. I was like, they're, they're not showing up. They're not showing up. <laughs> and, and then we get them, but we don't even see their face. Well, we do. Oh, we do at one point. Profile. Oh, we do. Like side the profile. Yeah. You're mm. right. We see the profile, but that's it.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, it's very For someone who's the
1: cover character, it's like, what?
0: <laughs> yeah, that is interesting. So, yeah, yeah. It's uh, one of these three. Either way, that's someone I assume that we'll see more of. Uh... Yeah. The other two, like his brothers, um, we definitely got got to see plenty of. Maybe a little too much of uh, that one guy with... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he showed us a little too much, you know?
1: i like that concept where he's trying to hide his back and then he freaks out when (laughs) someone sees it it, you know it's just this grotesque rotting face
0: yeah it's very good (laughs) next let's talk a little bit about mahito okay great of course it was the fingers that he stole from the school. I should have. I mm. should have seen that coming last time. I don't know why I didn't <laughs> didn't even it didn't even cross my mind that it could have been the fingers that he went to the school to, to steal. I was like, oh, he mm. probably stole something from the school. I wonder what it could be. <laughs> 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 of course, it was the fingers.
1: Well, to be fair, he also stole stole the cursed womb, whatever. True. So there was that too. Uh, there was more. this was more than just the fingers. But yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely fingers. Yes. <laughs> And honestly, I think keeping Gojo outside the curtain was a brilliant move. Uh, yeah, keep them focused on getting inside versus, you know, keeping him. Or it, if you kept him in the in a curtain, he would have gotten out, and would have mm. gone after probably gone after Mahito in that right. way. So it was pretty pretty brilliant uh, one up move.
0: <laughs> For sure. Yeah, he's a smart guy. A smart curse. <laughs>
1: I don't, actually, I wonder. I assume assume it's Mahito and not Ghetto. It could be one of those two.
0: Uh, Fair, yeah. I mean, they they probably form plants together sometimes, I imagine.
1: They also share the same brain cell.
0: (laughs) Oh my gosh. Mahito and Ghetto are so much smarter than uh, Nobara and Yuji. (laughs) (laughs) Like, if we're talking like comparing duos here, (laughs) there's one smart duo and one dumb duo.
1: Yeah, you're right. So, I guess since we're talking about that group, mm. um, I kind of had this at the ghetto, but it really doesn't have anything too specific about him. Yeah, me neither. So, Shibuya, October 31st. That seems to be a big date for them. Yes. That's when they plan to seal Gojo. Indeed. For, for some reason.
0: I'm so glad that that's coming back. Like... That they're talking about that again, kind of because, or well, I'm not glad, but uh, I, I talked, I well, I, I, I predicted a few volumes back that they would succeed in sealing Gojo
2: mm-hmm.
0: for the reason, or for the meta reason, kind of, or the yeah, uh, that that keeping him in the story will kind of make it hard to up the stakes, kind of for the protagonists. Like we kind of need to get rid of him at least temporarily in order to make things more exciting, sort of. Uh, currently, it's settled by ge- by Gojo being away for a week or whatever. I mm-hmm. think they said something like that, but they can't keep make the, making making these key excuse that Gojo is on trips all the time, you know. So that that's why I think right. I think they will the bad guys will be able to 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 seal him and the fact that it was brought back into the story again here uh kind of makes that more possible I guess in a way mm. and for it's actually there there is a concrete plan for it now too so that's exciting I think
1: yeah i i agree and it's interesting to not not just have a plan but they have a, a place and a date and everything yeah
0: very specific it's halloween yeah spooky <laughs>
1: Shibuya in Halloween is supposed to be a party. It happened in place, so that's going to suck for everybody.
0: (laughs) Man, Halloween ruined.
1: Or it'll be a great time. Who knows? (laughs) True. (laughs) Who knows? Wow, this is the best Halloween I've ever been to. Nice. So realistic. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Moving on to another one of their group, Juzo Kumiya. Uh, Exactly. He's currently captured, uh, but he... They can't, they, well, they can't get him to shut up, really. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they can't get the information that they want. He mentions a monk, uh, so alluding to another character yes. that he, he can't tell their gender. Um, but it, if this person's mentioning it and it's just a brief glimpse, it, that's got to be someone that's s- somewhat significant. Yeah. Uh, but I'll be honest, I totally forgot this character existed.
0: I mean at least so far they've only appeared very 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 briefly and yeah. like this monk kid I assume or my best guess at least cuz we know it's a human or I guess we don't know for sure for sure but it, or 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 do we
1: I can't remember if they confirmed if, if they were human or not at
0: least I assumed it was and I I, I st- yeah. I'm still going to continue assuming that it is uh-huh and we know that it was a human who um who was responsible for the curtain in the previous volume. So I'm kind of uh, thinking that it was this monk kid who was responsible for that curtain in the previous book.
1: Maybe. Mm.
0: At least that's my best guess right now. But other than that, I have no... Well, yeah, I don't really know much much else about this monk kid.
1: Yeah, not, neither do I, but I, I don't know. It, when so, a character like that is mentioned, it just gets, gets me really intrigued. So I hope... For sure learn or i'm excited to learn more eventually hmm. but like i guess like you said the cast keeps on growing in various ways yeah i didn't realize it but yeah it's a it's a pretty big cast i don't know how much the kyoto school will play into the story going forward but they'll certainly be on our minds right uh, and then you have all these curses and the people that are associated with them and and the te- yeah, it's, there's there's a lot.
0: <laughs> really, yeah, yeah, and it, yeah, as he said, it just keeps on growing too on both sides, like both the good guys and the bad guys.
1: Yeah, another name that was mentioned uh, by the curses is Tengen. Exactly, the Tengen seems to be one who basically hides the the temple mm-hmm. or the um the school, the school, yeah.
0: Yeah, like he protects the school with this barrier or hides the school with this barrier. Mm-hmm. He had one job. One job. <laughs> one job. <laughs> um, but, but but at least... I, well, I guess we don't know if it's, if it's a guy. I said he... It could be a guy or, 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 a, or a man or a woman. But um, Tengen at least has this immortality curse technique.
1: Which sounds super
0: OP. It, right, right. Exactly.
1: But they but they made it they made it seem like it wasn't as OP as it sounds.
0: Precisely. And considering like if it is like cuz they 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 compared it to like a tree implying that the person would just keep on growing or aging without dying supposedly, mm-hmm. then this person mm-hmm. might be incredibly old and maybe old to the point where they can't really do much except for using this one ability to kind of hide the school and maybe that's why they don't interact with the rest of society much
2: interesting mm-hmm.
0: hmm. but is there anything else on any other character
1: no i think i'm pretty good
0: sweet then moving into predictions well i've already mentioned a few things like the ceiling of gojo like on the on halloween i i do believe that will succeed for the reasons that i've already mentioned and and really we are very much or supposedly at least from what i've heard we are really closing in on the ending of season one in the anime now uh, we are based on my understanding yeah um since what i've heard is that that season covers up to a, a few chapters into the next volume only so next time when we talk about Jujutsu kaisen you and I will be on the exact same page. We will both be <laughs> be caught up to season one and maybe a little bit beyond it, like slightly beyond it. Uh, uh, so yeah, in the next volume, there will actually be new content for you. Exciting. And you will be able to join me on all sorts of speculations and uh, stuff like that <laughs> for this series from, from the next volume onward completely. So that's, yeah, that's super exciting um but but yeah anyway c- considering that that we are so close to the end of what season 1 of the anime covered i'm thinking that well the the battles that this volume kind of covered at the le- latter half they are well at least fushiguro's battle is is over and the mm-hmm. one that yuji and nobara have been in seems to be basically over it's not like necessarily 100% over But it's, I well, or actually maybe it is even, but it's at least, yeah, if it's not finished, it'll be finished very, very soon, I believe.
2: Mm.
0: And then I guess it'll just kind of take like two chapters or so maybe to just round off and give us some kind of end to an arc or kind of at least maybe at least that feeling before moving into something else for the remainder or for the rest of the next volume.
1: Yeah so i'm gonna be honest in that when i finished watching season one i stopped watching or i finished watching and i was disappointed huh. uh oh. i don't know why maybe <laughs> it's funny because i had really liked what i had seen up until then but as we got towards the end I i kind of was losing the hype and then i watched zero and the hype roared <laughs> back and and this read through has helped me rekindle my joy for the series. So I don't know exactly what turned me off. Maybe I was just in a mood, you know, that that happens. Mm, that happens. But yeah. uh, but I will say that the, the the this volume uh returning to it, the story a- has been good. I've actually enjoyed it. I think it's because I knew what I knew what to expect. Huh. Uh versus maybe what what happened in in the anime i was maybe expecting it to go a different direction oh yeah um instead of just going back to them doing their 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 rounds (laughs) if you will gotcha but yeah now that i have better expectations for the series yeah i'm much more enjoying this and i'm looking forward to this next volume not just for the new stuff but just to see how it how it ends uh although i do think the anime just just it does just kind of end like, like they they have some sort of wrap up. They have like a a wrap up in a way, but it's very much like this all just happened. And that's how you're wrapping it up. What? Anyway, (laughs) Uh, Not, I don't want to, sorry. I hope I didn't spoil anything, but I don't think so. So again, looking forward to reading, reading on and joining you in being blind.
0: Yes. It's going
1: to be very exciting. (laughs) I don't know if I have anything that to per per se then I don't think we're gonna quickly get to Shibuya I could be wrong but I don't think we're gonna quickly get there you know right. we're not gonna have a huge time jump you know what I mean we
0: we don't we don't know where like what time of the year it is do we like currently in the story
1: or... it's gotta be summertime right
0: I don't I don't know at all <laughs> well,
1: it's, well it's not fall Well, I guess what I'm saying is that Based on what the baseball game was. Yeah. I, it didn't look like it was fall. It looked like it was summer. Maybe.
0: That's fair. Yeah. I, I don't know. Maybe it's late summer, like maybe it's like after summer break or something. Hmm. I don't know. I don't I don't know.
1: <laughs> eh. Yeah. I wonder if we'll see Nanami next at all. Oh yeah. Yeah, he's been out a while. for
0: he's been out for a while, yeah. I do hope yeah. to see him soon. I really liked him. He is, yeah, he's a good guy.
1: Oh my gosh, I totally forgot! Hmm? I totally forgot about Nanami and, and Bread Girl! Oh my <laughs> gosh! That's the best ship! Forget about Maki and Utah!
0: How could you forget?
1: Um, <laughs> oh, forgive me! Forgive me!
0: How dare! Uh. Oh, man.
1: I, I, yeah. I found some uh, fan art of those two by the way Really? It's pretty great. Wow. <laughs>
0: I got it. I got to see that later. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's
1: Hopefully I can find it again. I don't know awesome. if I saved it or not.
0: Yeah. <laughs> That's honestly kind of surprising. Because obviously it's such a minor thing, but I <laughs> It's I love it. big.
1: It's important better. Oh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I had almost forgotten about <laughs> I'm sorry. I <laughs> uh, <clears throat> Oh, uh, boy.
1: No need to apologize. <laughs> I also had to repent.
0: <laughs> oh. Well, uh, I think on that major embarrassment, we're ending the episode. <laughs> 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 so if you enjoy our content you can follow us on twitter at umami manga and it would be lovely if you'd like to support us by rating our show on the podcast platforms and subscribing to our channel umami manga on youtube thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next time when we'll talk about volume eight bye bye
1: nanami and pong girl forever see you later We start a discussion with Hanami. How did we just start the discussion with? I I cannot (laughs) believe it. I know. (laughs) I I I didn't even write about that character. Not one thing.
0: I thought it was a funny kind of (laughs) curveball. It was a good
1: curveball,
2: baseball.